everyone, welcome to episode 8 of Anxiety Anonymous with Michaela. I'm your girl Michaela and today we will be talking about anxiety remedies. So obviously we talk a lot about anxiety on this podcast because that's the whole premise of the the podcast as a whole. Um, But I feel like we've only been talking about what it looks like and what it feels like and we've kind of been avoiding different coping mechanisms or tools that may be helpful to use in those stressful and anxious situations that bring on our anxiety. So lucky for you, I have several different remedies for you. So let's get started with the first one. So my first recommendation would be taking a pause. So sometimes we engage ourselves in activities that causes stress and anxiety. And what I can think of is work. If you're working on an assignment at work and it's causing you stress, take a break. Walk away from the screen and do an activity that eases your anxiety, whether that's just going for a walk or writing a journal entry or listening to your favorite song, whatever it is, do that. Will the stress still be there when you return? Probably. But you know what the benefit is? It's giving your brain a rest and allowing it to re-energize so that it can conquer the task when you return. That's the whole premise of this particular recommendation. And I think that you will find how productive that you would be taking breaks throughout the day, not just when you're feeling anxious and stressed. So that's my first recommendation. My second one is getting enough sleep. I think sleep is totally underrated. It is extremely beneficial to your overall health. So that includes your mental health. And a lot of people go to bed really late and wake up really early. And you're missing out on the time that your body has to recover. When you're sleeping, that's when your body resets. So if you don't give it enough time to do that, it can be very detrimental to your health. And it's such a simple way to add to your overall health. It's just sleep. Um, I know that a lot of people like to take advantage of the day and be extremely productive and start really early and go to bed really late so that they have this full long day. And that's great and that's okay every once in a while. But if that becomes a habit, that's when the effects of not getting enough sleep can become very apparent and again detrimental to your health so again get enough sleep when you can that's recommendation number two recommendation number three is exercise as much as i like to pitch that to you i'm also trying to convince myself in the same respect i understand that exercise is hard to get into a routine i'm trying myself believe me But if you're like me and you thought that exercise just comes in the form of lifting weights and walking on the treadmill, it's not true. Alter the exercise that you're doing to pertain to things that you like. For example, I enjoy playing soccer, so that was a big source of exercise for me. So when I was younger, I wasn't going to the gym and exercising. I was playing soccer like five days a week and that was keeping me in shape. Now, because I don't play soccer and due to quarantine, I look at a lot of YouTube videos. There's so many exercise tutorials out there and routines. 
I personally look at some Zumbas and some belly dancing classes. I like listening to music and I like following along to exercises that relate to the music. So that works for me. So find something that works for you. If you like to do tennis, do that. If you like to go jogging, do that. If you <laughs> if you start doing exercises that you don't like, that's going to be easier to avoid it. So at least in the beginning, really alter the exercises to really pertain to the tasks that you'd like to complete. And then as you get more developed, you can start to tweak in more of those harder tasks that, or exercises rather, that you were trying to avoid, but now that it has become part of your routine, it's easier to incorporate. All right, next I have giving yourself enough credit. And I put that on there because I don't think a lot of people give themselves enough credit, including myself. I'm my hardest critic, but on the other hand, I'm also my best friend. And as much as that sounds really weird, uh, what I mean is that I point out all of my flaws and I say it out loud and I get hard on myself, but I also make sure that to love myself and point out all the good that I'm doing and the good that I'm seeing. So have this contrast, but give yourself the credit that you deserve. Even if you feel like you haven't changed or that your growth isn't as much as you would like it to be, any little changes that you're adapting to in a positive way is great. So take a moment to thank yourself for that, and that will encourage you to keep going. Next, what I would also recommend is to accept that you cannot control everything. This is a big one for me, and I think it's sort of the basis of anxiety as a whole. Um, we feel like we're not in control, and we're anxious to see what comes next. So just having this acceptance that you're not always going to know what happens next, and that's okay to let that feeling go is amazing like if you can get to that place in your life where you can achieve that acceptance kudos to you am i there yet not yet but in certain situations i find that um at times where i haven't accepted it i'm now learning to accept it so have i accepted it a hundred percent no but i am getting there and i'm proud of the progress that i'm making and i hope that you do the same because it is life-changing once you are able to again accept what you cannot control all right so moving on another remedy is to learn about your anxiety learn about your triggers remedies and symptoms if you become an expert on something it's easier for you to navigate through that so the more you're educated on your anxiety the more you're able to control it and understand it and that will make it easier for you to cope so learn more about it don't try to avoid it or suppress it embrace it and educate yourself on it Next, we have giving back. Um, I think this is so important and something that I want to get into more and more because it's just an amazing feeling giving back. And it can come in the littlest things as to allowing someone to vent to you. So you're giving your time. Um, you can give a donation 
if you'd like to your favorite charity um, some organizations like Big Brother they pair you up with a child and again you give your time and spend time with them make that child feel good so anything that you can give oh it's amazing if you can go to the food bank and help out I, I strongly encourage you to do that it takes you out of this woe is me attitude and really puts the world into perspective and the type of problems that other people are dealing with that you don't have to deal with you can you feel so much gratitude and the people accepting either your money or, or your time are deserving of it and I promise you they appreciate appreciate it so if you can give back in any respect and it could be a family member it could be a charity whatever extent that you want to do do that I promise you that you will feel amazing afterwards and again it just sort of distracts your brain from your own problems and you get to see other people's problems but help those people with their problems so it's a great remedy the next remedy I have is getting help and some people like to again talk to to someone whether it's a family member or a friend or a coach or a teacher and some people need to take it to the next level and talk to a psychiatrist so if that's what works for you or what you think might work for you I would highly recommend looking into that um, there's a lot of things online as well. I think there's a program called Lantern Online that helps you sort of function with your anxiety. So there's lots of resources, whether it's online, at the library, or if you ask around, a lot of people have remedies, but getting help is a big one because again, we don't want to suppress it or ignore it. We want to embrace it and that will help us deal with it in the end. So get help. Next, we have eating a well-balanced diet. So like exercise, it's another one that I'm there with you. The struggle is real, but we're going to get through this together. So personally, I try to eat as good as possible. On the weekends, I'm a little, I'm a little more bad. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but it has been scientifically proven that having a better diet actually helps your body not only physically but mentally as well so we know what a good diet looks like it's you can obviously look it up in detail but just in common sense fruits and vegetables good <laughs> fast food not so good right so we're educated in that sense we know that and even though we know that sometimes it's not the easiest thing to do but like exercise incorporate into your routine and it will become easier speaking of diet another remedy is to avoid caffeine so caffeine comes in different forms mainly in drinks such as coffee or pop these things make you more anxious because it increases your heart rate right so when you're anxious your heart rate elevates and then the caffeine elevates it even more and you could sort of stay with that high so to speak with the caffeine so if you are like me and your heart rate elevates a lot when you are anxious i would avoid caffeine i don't drink coffee personally not 
to avoid the caffeine but just because it's not my thing um, but if you are a coffee person i would try to reduce it or try to find an alternative beverage to have next remedy is breathing breathing is extremely important and so simple and it's convenient and it's free like all you have to do is breathe and it makes such a big difference in your state of mind you just need to calm down and actually the biggest thing is focusing on the breath so we breathe it's an involuntary task or do it every day and not even think about it so when you're meditating or just following your breath focusing on the breath and taking in deep breaths is what we're sort of looking for to sort of assist you in calming down next i would talk about counting to 10 i know this is really weird and it's similar to the breathing what i do is when i focus on my breathing i count to 10 and really what it is again it's just sort of adding to that focus you know you're taking your mind away from whatever it is that's stressing you out or making you anxious and you're focusing on counting right you have to think about the next number one two three all the way to ten right so it, it is just sort of this added task to distract your mind away from the stress and anxiety and again if you pair that with breathing oh, you're doing great things for your anxiety trust me next we have having a positive attitude and i know it's hard especially when i am my most anxious i'm miserable i don't have a positive attitude and my mind is just flooded with negative comments and feedbacks but if you make a conscious effort to be positive and change your perspective that's so big instead of looking at everything negative and everything bad about people and the place that you're in and who you are try to look for the good because there is good in there i promise you even on the hardest days there's an outline of of good and what you can do is actually write down the things that you are grateful for and that you like about yourself and that you like about people it really puts things in perspective and then you get to look back on those notes in case you forget and reflect on them and when you're having those down days and you look back at that journal, it gives you that motivation that you need to keep going. Next, I would highly recommend to talk to someone. So this is kind of like talking to the psychiatrist or whatnot. Um, sometimes I would sort of warn that not everyone likes to talk about their anxiety or their stress and having to talk to someone about it actually adds more anxiety and stress so if that is you um obviously don't use this remedy <laughs> but if you are comfortable or you have someone in your life that you feel comfortable talking to i would highly recommend talking to that person um and I promise you that they're not going to judge you in any way <clears throat> if you are, if you have chosen the right person. Let's say that. 
<laughs> so these are all my remedies um i try to use as many as i can usually when i'm having an anxiety attack or feeling very stressful i will use one to three at a time you don't want to sort of use all of them because that will overwhelm you and probably make you feel more anxious so one to three is sort of what i like to say um my top three i would say would be taking a pause um breathing and talking to someone those are my top three that work for me personally not all of them are going to work for you i would highly recommend to try all of them and the ones that work for you stick to those and if you know someone who is dealing with anxiety or stress and they don't know about these remedies share them like that's what this whole podcast is for anything that i can sort of say to give you any sort of hope or to help you in any way that is my goal so but i would really appreciate it if you spread the word and help me help other people i always say <laughs> my family hates this but i always say help me help you and this is exactly what i mean we need each other in this respect and i can't get to everyone that i want to get to so if you're listening to this and you can spread the word to people that you know then do that we're one big community and again if you have anxiety or you don't and you're part of this community we welcome you and we want you to be better and to help yourself and to help others that's the goal so those are my remedies i hope they help you i hope that you remember them if not re-listen to the podcast write them down and again share them as much as you can so thank you so much for listening guys i really appreciate it and i hope you have a good evening or if you're listening this morning good morning <laughs> all right take care bye now